Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Need Poor. This week we are diving into I.W. Harper, a 15-year-old, 86-proof bourbon. So sit back, grab your drinks, and we hope you enjoy the show. Live, baby, bio-directional, Nick. Welcome back to W Balls. This is DJ EZ Dick, and you are listening. No, no, wait, (laughs) that's the wrong show. I apologize. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Neat Poor Podcast. Nick is here. And Shalon is here. And we're here with the redo of episode 54. Right on. I can dig it. Um, when Chicago Beer Geek, Chicago Beer Geeks <laughs> and, and Afro Beer Chick come together, we are collectively known as the Neat Poor. I was going to try to do it collectively. It's <laughs> the Neat Poor Podcast, <laughs> um, where we focus on the beauty in the barrel and play nothing but the hits and always drink the good stuff. And all that good shit. Yeah. So this is the I.W. Harper 15 episode. Shalanda. All right. And we're back, people. What's going on, Nick? Let's let's get it cracking, you know. Okay, so people reached out to me and said, hey, what was going on uh, with this week's episode? We actually had to do a redo because um, we have some technical difficulties, and I'm learning about sound engineering, you know, as I go. So, yeah, please forgive me. So, there you go. Okay. And we, will, we also got to touch upon the fact that, you know, recap that we were hacked on our old account since we did not post that episode. What? I know, right? Ain't nobody told me nothing. They ain't told you shit. Oh, man. It's, it's rough out here, man. But, yeah. Um, so, if you follow us on IG, um, our old Neat Poor um, IG account was hacked. And uh, we apologize for any messages that was sent out. We're no longer using that handle. So if you follow us now on the Neat Poor podcast on IG, that's where you can actually follow our our active account. Okay, I feel good about that. Yeah, um, guard your uh, guard your IG account with your life. With your life, because it's more important than your real life. Let's just be honest. That's all you do. That's how Nick feels. That's all you do is post on fucking IG anyway. So guard it with your life. Um, we talked about this being the I.W. Harper episode. Uh, I.W. Harper is produced at a new Bernheim distillery. So it's been in the U.S. since 2015, Shalanda. Um, and this was after uh, 30 years of it being away. Uh, it, was Don't, a, it was far, far away. It was far, far away. It was an international sensation before that. Oh. So they took uh, 30 years and discontinued it, and then they brought it back in 2015. So we're excited to be sipping on this. Um, quite frankly, one of the best presentations of a bottle that I think we have in the entire collection. This is a gorgeous dimpled uh, Art Deco 1930s decanter style bottle. It is a dope This motherfucker is very pretty. This is going to become a flower vase at some point once this is completely done. Yeah, and you know, it's a a 15-year whiskey too at 86 proof. So we're going to dive into that and we'll we'll talk all about that during this episode because we didn't really do shit else this week. Um, But let's talk about a little bit of news, shall we? Let's go for it. Okay. How you feeling? How we sound? We sound great. All right, cool. In the news this week, we got a couple of items. Uh, Harlan D. Wheatley, mm-hmm. who's the uh, master distiller at the uh, Buffalo Trace Distillery, mm-hmm. uh, released a vodka this week. <laughs> uh, so the Harlan, the Harlan D. Wheatley vodka is called Clicks. Clicks. Yeah. Um, it was distilled 159 times. Um, it comes in a fancy box. Can I tell you how much it costs? And along with a fancy leather bag. I hope it's leather. And a fancy <laughs> ass price of $279. Yeah. 
dollars. $279 for some goddamn vodka, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> when you, um, it's four, is it 43 proof? Um, when you talk to, well, 43% ABV, so that means it's like 86 proof. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk to the folks that are selling it, the first thing they'll say to you is, you know, this shit's probably distilled 149 times more than it needs to be. Tastes like Millis. I'm just playing. That's Shalonda's thing. Anything she doesn't like, it fucking tastes like I, I do. I go, that tastes like Millis. Tastes like Millis, um, which is, you know, something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a $279 whiskey from Buffalo Trace. So you can add this to the list of items that Buffalo Trace is probably having you purchase if you want any shot at the most sought-after whiskeys in the country, which are all the other Buffalo Trace you products. You just said it was a $279 whiskey. It's a vodka. Oh, shit. Thank now, you. question. Do you really need a $279 vodka? Because vodka has no taste. Unless you're getting like Ciroc with some peach and pomegranate and pineapple and all that. But other than that, uh, vodka is really only good as a mixer. I don't understand how people drink it by itself. You know, uh, shout out to my man, uh, Brad Chemielewski, you know, on Chicago Beer Pass. Hey, Brad. You know, he's, uh, um, you know, he's Polish. And it's, it's a common thing for people to drink vodka straight. And I didn't understand that until I went to the Kettle One vodka tasting and I talked to Brad about vodka and he's like, yeah, we drink it straight all the time. It's no big deal. I um, understand Yeah, but that's a little too advanced for me. Uh, but yeah, to your point, it's like, shit, I think um, the whole point in bourbon is to go into the barrel at 126 proof. Yeah. And because if you go in higher, then you're stripping away all the uh, all the essential corn flavors, mm-hmm. you know. And that, and in fact, that's what vodka does. It goes in higher than 126 proof. But so. with vodka, regardless, unless you're adding like a an additive, like a, a fruit flavor, it's all going to come out tasting the same. Whereas bourbon is not. You're going to get the characteristics of that particular bear. I mean, because just think about it. Even if, let's say, Buffalo Trace, you can have two batches from two different barrels and they can taste completely different. Vodka is just across the board. I don't give a damn what brand. It's just well, it's bland. I mean, and we're not, this is broken news here with regards to why Buffalo Trace does this. Because, you know, the the, the products that keep the lights on at Buffalo Trace are uh, Wheatley's Vodka and Fireball. Right. And they and they tie people up into these contracts that say I'm not going to say Buffalo Trace does it, but I'll say the distributors tie tie retailers into these contracts where they have to buy X amount of uh, Wheatley's vodka and um, the cinnamon whiskey or the yeah, the cinnamon whiskey in order to play the game where you get these other brands, your Wellers, your E.H. Taylors, you know, and you better believe you ain't getting a goddamn lot B or any Van Winkle if you didn't move (laughs) the appropriate amount of fucking cinnamon whiskey. Right. So this is just another product that adds to the things, the requirements, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a retailer. Um, but then also this is different from these other items because those other items sell for like five, ten times the amount on the secondary that they do at retail. And I give Buffalo Trace a lot of credit for that. Like we said a couple weeks ago, you walk in to a store, E.H. Taylor, uh, not E.H. Taylor, but Elmer T. Lee, $39, Weller, twelve forty nine dollars mm-hmm. All day. Buffalo Trace is not hiking the price up on those. Mm. And they deserve credit for that. Yeah. Um, but they are about to get this hug on you and charge you 300 for this vodka <laughs> because they know you like spending money. <laughs> so gotta, it's some funny shit. take this up the ass and, sp- and spend $279 on the vodka. Because we know you got it. I will do it. And we know you like spending your money. I will do it. So at the end of the day, good for Buffalo Trace. I'd rather see them um, 
you know, spread the cheeks of a vodka tater <laughs> than a whiskey one. I'm just saying something. You know, you spend two hundred, a hundred dollars plus on a vodka. I'm I'm gonna talk about your ass. Yeah. Um, our other bit of news is actually also uh, <laughs> Buffalo Trace related. They stay in the news, don't they? <laughs> um, the University of Georgia won a national championship, their football team. Congrats. Yeah, this is the third time they've won the national championship. There's a photo floating around the inter- interwebs where their quarterback, uh, Stetson Bennett, is drinking Pappy 23 directly <gasps> from the bottle. So disrespectful, but congratulations. I yeah, mean, man. that bottle was older than he is, right? Yeah, well, look, he's actually 23. Just, oh, well, damn. Just, so good for him, man. You know, and I like remove the stigma of, you know, I tell you, I, you know, not only am I old, I'm older cat. You are old as hell. But, you know, I'm also old school in the way I deal with these releases because, you know, if you talk to, you know, Eddie Russell and Jimmy Russell at, at, uh, at Wild Turkey, or if you listen to Fred No at Jim Beam, they say, listen, you drink this shit any way you want to drink it. <laughs> That is our our stance. The people who've been making this shit, the people that, you know, these craft distillers look up to, they'll tell you, drink the shit any way you want. So, so which means drink it. So, let me tell you something. That's, you know, Nick and I have a North Bar and a South Bar. You know, we have our his or hers bar. Nick, I'm the type of person, when I get something, I want to drink it because I want to taste it. Nick is like, oh, no, let's, let's let it sit on the bar and let it look pretty unopened. I want to drink it. But according to them, they say drink it. Yeah, that's true. And I do do that. I do think there's some bottles that look good unopened. And then there's some, at some point, you need a bottle to open for a special occasion. So I'm not a big fan of opening every single bottle. So I do, there, that is very true. He's no fun, y'all. That is very true. Um, yeah. So let's get into, uh, let's get into this week's bottle, man. I.W. Har- I. Harper, which is like we said, is a cool bottle. Um, 15 year bourbon whiskey. We were looking at some videos and it was, kind of confusing to me because it kept saying you know this tastes like a bourbon and i wasn't getting it I was like is this what not a bourbon is this just a whiskey you know but it is a bourbon um it's a light sli- it's a light i must say light slipper it's a light sipper yeah it's uh 86 the, the we're talking about the mash bill at this point yeah. 86 corn uh eight malted barley and six percent rye so that's a bourbon all day 15 yeah. years in a barrel that's, that's a bourbon all day. It doesn't have much. Okay, let me start off with the nose. The nose is a little bit of oak, some caramel. It goes away very fast. The palate, it doesn't have much of a finish. You know, you get the sweetness and then it just kind of falls off. I, I, I think, let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. When you talk 86 proof, I don't know how much, how much flavor you're going to get. With regards to a finish on any 86 proof product. No, because, you know, we were having this conversation pre-show and I was saying, I pointed out like guidance on whiskey. Shouts out to those guys, Black Home. Um, Theirs is a 80. I think it's just straight up like 80 proof. 80 proof, (laughs) but it has a, a medium sweet finish. It doesn't just fall off. You know, you get a little bit of something um, for about, you know, about a minute after a sip. This one here is like it's gone once you finish it. That's it. That's all. Um, I mean, and then what? Evan Williams, which is the top selling whiskey in the country. The top selling bourbon in the country is Evan Williams. Right. That's an 86 proofer. Right. Um, If we're talking just the 86 proof category, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's some really fun flavors here. 
But I, my argument is, well, I don't understand how much of a finish I'm actually supposed to get in general at that proof point. That's a very difficult proof point to have a, 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 a full-bodied experience. I mean, I agree. I agree with that. You know? So, um, I.W. Harper, man. Uh, I.W. Harper comes in a four-year product. Um, overseas, it comes in an export-only 12-year version. That's in Japan. And then we've got the 15 in the dimple bottle. So, this is produced by Diageo. So Diageo is, um, you know, Captain Morgan's, uh, Guinness, you know, and then uh, I.W. Harper. And um, I love Diageo. If anybody knows me, they know I can't wait to tell you how I went to Ireland. And, oh, <laughs> and how two things you know about me, you know, I got we got, I got a couple podcasts and I went to Ireland. <laughs> I, think, I think we need to do a delayed honeymoon trip <laughs> to Ireland. Oh, yeah, because Shalana's got Irish in her roots. Yeah, my great-grandfather is straight up from Shalana Ireland. Irish and her family. Oh, but the Diageo... <laughs> Diageo, Diageo, you. <laughs> um, you know, they they bought this the old Stitzweller uh, distillery, and that's where they aged this product. So mm-hmm. then that's uh, the knock on Diageo is that some of these brands they're associated with, whether it's uh, Orphan Barrel or I.W. Harper, you know, they might have got some stocks from the old Stitzweller place when they bought it, mm-hmm. but then they're kind of stretching these whiskeys out, these ultra aged whiskeys. They're kind of stretching them out to this really low proof point, and it's not. Giving you, you know, all the feels you would want from a fifteen-year-old product. That's a knock on this whiskey. Yeah. Sure. What? So, what's the retail on this one? Uh, retail is about seventy-five dollars. I think a lot. Some of that is caught up in the bottle. But then, fifteen years is is a, is a nice age statement. Okay, so we're gonna last-minute new segment here. Is it worth the price point? Shit, it's still a fifteen-year-old whiskey, Shalanda. And to be honest with you, man, I fell for this whiskey over the summer. You know, after I had been drinking. And I pulled up to a bar just to get some eats, and I saw the bottle. And I'm like, I've never had that. Let me try it. And, you know, on a warm summer night after you've had some extended drinking, right, and you just want a nice little nightcap, we talked about this last week, mm-hmm. man. You know, the 86 to 100 proof zone mm-hmm. is, is the, more I'm, the more I experience whiskey, that's exactly where I want to be. You know, something super fucking small that's got a nice burst of flavor. Mm-hmm. Small whiskey, big flavor. I'm in. I'm in on that shit. So I'm. I think it's worth it. Personally, you know, I don't know. I because of the fit for me because the finish drops off so quickly. I wouldn't say it's worth the seventy five dollar price point. Mm -hmm. I would put it more in the fifty dollar range. Yeah, then you got then you got to take it out that fancy bottle. You're paying. I mean, that's the thing. It's like okay, you paying for the. I'm talking about for the whiskey. I'm not. I don't buy bottles just because the bottles look cool. I buy them because what's in the content. Now, don't get me wrong. The bottle is cool. But, however, I would the contents in the bottle, I would say it's just maybe worth out there. I got moist when I sink that bottle. You got moist? Moist. Yeah, what? <laughs> I got moist. <laughs> we are not going to turn this into an X-rated show, okay? We're just not going to um, do that. <laughs> a little bit about uh, I.W. Harper, the name. So, uh, I.W. Harper is actually Bernheim. You know, I.W. Mm-hmm. Harper is I- Isaac Wolf Bernheim, you know. And he, Isaac Wolf. Isaac Wolf Bernheim. That's the name for your ass. When Shalanda and I went, and this is from the old Bernheim distillery, that's, that's where it started. Um, when Shalanda and I went to Louisville, you know, when we were cruising, we came across some Bernheim Woods. We did. You know, he was a philanthropist. He donated a lot. Um, but his name was um, his name was Isaac Wolf Bernheim, and he adopted the surname Harper um, because around Prohibition, you know, he, you know, he didn't want a name that sounded like Jewish, you know, he was trying to get away from those Jewish vibes. 
And he's like, man, these motherfuckers is going to fuck with me. And they're going to make a big deal out of the fact that I'm Jewish. So I'll just go by this name, I.W. Harper. Damn. <laughs> right? He's kind of... Sub- yourself a whole identity. <laughs> he's kind of subduing his, you know, he's subduing his heritage at that point. You yeah. Know? And, and the name is selling whiskey. Um, so there is a Bernheim distiller that's owned by Heaven Hill right now. Mm. Right? And that's and that's in Louisville, and that's named after uh, I, Isaac W. Bernheim. So um, during Prohibition era, Bernheim sold their business to the uh, Shenley Distilling Company in 1937. Shenley, I've never heard of them. Yeah, I haven't really heard of them either. But I think, and when you look in the book, uh, Pappy, when you read the Pappy Land book, mm-hmm. um, Pappy made three stops, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them was Bernheim. At one point, um, the Stitzel Weller was some of the Pappy juice. They made a stop at Bernheim when they were running out of soil juice, and then of course now it's produced at Buffalo Trace. But um, I believe under the under the ownership of Shenley is when uh, our guy Julian Van Winkle was purchasing extra stocks to release uh, Pappy. Oh wow! Yeah. So, like we talked about earlier, man. Um, by 1955, I.W. Harper was a household name internationally. You know, it was in men's magazines. You know, they had a clothing line at one point. You know, the, it was uh, it was a favorite on these gigantic uh, ocean liner cruises, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but by 1966, I.W. Harper was enjoyed in over 110 countries. Mm-hmm. So even though people liked it here, they made it a point to make it um, a big deal overseas, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then after like uh, 30 years overseas, I.W. Harper came back in 2015. So, and that's the IW Harper we're drinking today. Um, what caught my attention about it was um, we talked about the Black Bourbon Society. We talk about them all the time, actually. Yeah, we do. But um, they have a video where they're making cocktails with IW Harper, and they were okay. making a big deal out of the connection. Um, they actually have $20 million that they've set aside for black businesses. Oh, that's dope. That so, is really amazing. We're a black business. So, if they have any funds for us, we can definitely use them because we definitely are a black business. We're going to... Um, Dig into that a little bit deeper yeah. um, when this podcast is over. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. I think on, you know, closing notes on the I.W. Harper, man, I get, you know, there's, since it's such a small whiskey, you're going to get some of those, um, you know, like a little brighter fruit notes, mm-hmm. right? You know, maybe like a little bit of apple. There's some definitely some toffee. But what I'll say is that it's definitely more of a bitter oak that rounds things out. Yeah. And I think that could put people off the wrong way. Without that bitter oak, it just ends up being kind of a small cocktail flavored. Uh, bitter bitter oak is definitely an acquired taste because I do notice it does turn um, some people off. Yeah. yeah, but without it, all you're you're getting all toffee, all citrus, all all Granny Smith apple. But without some people, the bitter oak, right? Well, some for some people, that's what that's their jam. I enjoy having the wood. Um, the wood flavor profile in the, in the bourbon. Yeah. Now we did pull out. We're like, um, we drank all the guidance. That's how you. You ask us what our favorite whiskeys of twenty twenty one are. The ones we no longer have are guidance, guidance, uh, barrel seagrass, and um, there's another one we were looking for. And I'm like, fuck, where is it? And you're like, it's gone. But the ones we drank are our uh-huh. favorite ones. You know, the barrel. And you know, we always we forgot about how good sneaky good um, Noah's Mill is. Noah's Mill is also gone. Um, oh, but what's our smallest our smallest whiskey on the bar now that uh, Guidance is gone? I, I think it might be Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace and I.W. Harper. So we pulled out the Buffalo Trace just to try to get to the bottom of, um, you know, in Buffalo Trace. I'm looking for a proof point on here. Buffalo Trace is 90 proof. Um, not too much different than I.W. Harper. Right. 
and we're like, well, hey, let's get to the bottom of this 90 proof, this, this low proof situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, right away, right away on the Buffalo Trace, you know. Right away. Lando Lakes. Here we go to Lando Lakes. Got that. <laughs> Lando Lakes. Lando Lakes butter, man. I get it right I mean, because you can't get no real, I mean, between that and the Amish butter, you know, that's like my favorite. Lando Lakes. Dense. It's a dense, rich, rounded oak experience that reminds me of butter. Whenever I get into this fucking, when I got into this nose compared to the other butter. one. You know? But shit, even on that one, man, if it finishes, you know, we're talking just proof point between like 80 and 90 proof. Mm-hmm. Um, when I sip on the Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. it kind of washes away pretty quickly if it hangs around. It hangs around in the, in the way that kind of um, the way oatmeal kind of hangs around. That, that type of sweetness where it's not particularly sweet. Right. Right. But there is some sweetness in it. It's like a grainy sweetness. Mm-hmm. That's how Buffalo Trace finishes. I don't think it finishes too much different from the IW Harper at that point, is what I'm saying. No. Well, okay. For me, the Buffalo Trace has a little bit more of a linger. Um, it's, a, it's a little bit of a longer finish. The, it's a little bit of the heat in the back of the throat because I'm still feeling it. And I drank this like a minute ago. Yeah. So, but for me, the IW Hopper is like it's gone as soon as you sip on it. You know, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Keep it a buck, Chuck. Fucking Buffalo Trace, no age statement. Mm-hmm. We all know it's eight. It's about eight years old. It's ninety proof, and it's going toe to toe with this fucking fifteen year, seventy five dollar yeah. IW Harbor. It is going toe to toe with this fucking whiskey. This is a twenty five dollar whiskey, and it is it is going blow for blow with fucking IW Harbor. Let me Harbor say, right now. Buffalo Trace can really hold its own in a lot of categories. Buffalo Trace don't really fuck around. You know, you know, you know that it can compete with a lot of other bourbons in this market. So when you, people want to compare, I'm always saying, hey, well, what is it doing against Buffalo Trace? Because you know, it's a very readily, easily available bottle. You know, the, the price point is there, the proof is there, the flavor profile is there. So, they don't fuck around. Yeah, man. Um, so, when we were looking on the shelf, I.W. Harper sits right in the front. We got a 4x4 four four on the North Bar. It's a 4x4. Four four. Most people would use it as a bookshelf or for vinyl. It's used for... We use it for liquor. It's used for bottles in this instance. But <laughs> one of the bottles you notice right away is this gorgeous I.W. Harper bottle. We had to look for the Buffalo Trace bottle. It was behind some other shit that we never drink. All the way at the bottom. <laughs> and that's because Nick had put it there because he organized the North Bar. But then when, you know, when, uh, when the rubber meets the road, what? <laughs> you gave you and your own man euphemisms. Okay. When the rubber meets the road and you get out here and you say, well, which one of these motherfuckers taste the best? This Buffalo Trace is um this Buffalo Trace is doing is doing things. Yeah. He's doing things to me, make me feel tingling and special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just surprised at how comparative they are. That's all. That's all I was trying to say. So Really? Yeah, man. All right. So um Shit. I think that's it for the I.W. Harper episode, Shalanda. I think that's it, too. We're going to have to revisit the one we did last week. We're not going to tell you because we have to redo it, but... We're redoing the next one? So, what about the first one where you originally told people about our hack? That one went up. No, it did not. Yeah, it did. I listened to it. 
It was the um we've done okay, so this is our third episode of the year. This is IW Harper episode. Okay, oh well, yeah. The second episode the of the year. The blackened episode we didn't go up. Blackened. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was a King of Kentucky episode where we let everyone know. See, I I do so much drinking, everything just kinda run That's together. Fine. I'm here for you. I'm here for oh, you. You know, I appreciate that, baby. You know, but yeah, so we missed so what we didn't post was the King of Kentucky episode. No, it was the blackened episode. Oh, so the blackened the episode. The one we did last week. Okay. Because of technical difficulties. Gotcha. Okay. But that's okay. It's becoming that's okay. We're coming back. We're gonna revisit that one. Um but until then, is there anything else we need to touch upon? You know, Shalon, I think we've done a lot, man. Where are we at right now? Um, we need to kinda close it out. Okay. Well let's do that. <laughs> okay, well where can they find you individually? Hey, you can catch me on uh at Nicosio on the Twitters, man. All right, you can catch me individually at Afrobitchic on all the social medias, and you can catch us collectively at The Neeport, and check out the website, thekneeport.com, for new episodes. Until then, you guys, peace out. <laughs>